Hello and welcome to level 38 of Free Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight. I'm back home after my travels and you might have noticed there was no level last week. I was feeling a little bit unwell, wasn't able to get into your ears like I usually do every week. So I'm very sorry about that, but I'm back. I'm here. I'm sitting in my chair. I'm recording Three Extra Lives again. So let's not even hang about. Let's get on with the show. So like I mentioned at the top of the show, I wasn't very well last week. And I know when I'm sick because I can't sit in front of a computer and play games. That's my measurement of how unwell I am is my inability to play video games. Well, that's not entirely true because there is something quite comforting about being snuggled up on your sofa with a blanket, drinking your hot honey lemon and devouring some video games and other forms that maybe you wouldn't usually sit down and play because you're on your console or you're on your PC. And for me, this is always a great opportunity to fire something up, portable, mobile, and get a little bit invested into that. And a game I always play, regardless if I'm sick or not, is Hearthstone. And that's been a comfort for me over the past few weeks as I've just not really had the energy to sit in front of the computer and just being able to still get that gaming fix, but not feeling 100% while I'm doing it. And something else I actually tried over the past week was the Steam Link app on the Samsung tablet that I have, and actually it works pretty well. So the Steam Link app for Android has actually been around since 2018. There was a bit of a delay getting that onto iOS devices, but it's also available there too. And what this allows you to do is to connect to your Steam library via your tablet, and you can, well, play your games through your tablet, and it works by streaming from your computer to the tablet, And yeah, you do need a somewhat decent internet connection to do that, but I actually found that certain games run a lot better than others. And if you're looking for something quite graphically intensive, I think you're going to run into a few issues. You can also hook up your controller to your tablet if you wanted to and almost have a Switch-like experience while you're doing that. But what I did was download a few games in my Steam library that were compatible with this remote play that they'd actually been customized a bit more to benefit from this. And I downloaded Slay the Spire and I had a Lara Croft touch game in my Steam library. And you know what? Actually downloading these and using the touchscreen features on the tablet, it works so well. And I was able to sit on the comfort of my sofa. I was playing these games, Slay the Spire, Lara Croft touch, and it worked so effortlessly. I was really impressed. I was getting achievements, I was progressing in these games that I've been playing before, and my progress would be there if I ever return to it on the PC, and of course I will. I mean, what am I saying? Slay the Spire, I'm always diving into that game. I'm feeling a little bad though because I do have a Nintendo Switch and I don't know, I just didn't have have the energy to go and find it and hook that one up, but there's a lot of titles on there that I could have got similar enjoyment out of as well. But I don't know, there's just something about touchscreen and how simple that is to execute commands. There's not really much thinking about it. There's just your finger, a screen and tapping stuff. I mean, that's about the height of interaction I was managing 
during my downtime. What's your go-to game when you're sick? What's your ritual when you get struck down by the cold or by the flu? How do you still get that gaming itch? Or maybe you just don't. Maybe you binge something on Netflix. That's totally cool too. But I know we all have our ways of keeping our sanity when we get struck down and we can't do what we normally do. But we still want to play video games because I know I'm that kind of person that I still want to do it, but just not having the focus or the energy to do so. But there's still ways to get by. It's trivia time. So we're going to go for Name the Game. This business simulation game developed by Bullfrog Productions and published by Electronic Arts in 1997 for the PC in which players design and operate a privately owned hospital with the goal of curing patients of fictionous comical ailments. The answer is Theme Hospital. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. I came across a really heartwarming story on Twitter of a father, Rory Steele, who was working with the Xbox adaptive controller for his daughter who has a disability. And he was able to customize this controller so that his daughter Ava was able to play Breath of the Wild on her Switch. And it's a really incredible contraption that has been set up. There's lots of cables and buttons, but it was actually a real learning experience for me because I hadn't really heard of the Xbox adaptive controller. And it's actually a really cool and interesting project. So the adaptive controller, it was designed by Microsoft, obviously, and this controller is designed for people with disabilities to help them make user inputs for video games more accessible. And this was developed in 2015 with a team of engineers at Microsoft and they began working on this prototype uh, to help improve accessibility for video games. And over time this device has been redefined and by 2017, Microsoft had decided to turn the prototype into a product and they began collaborating with other accessory manufacturers and nonprofit groups in the gaming accessibility field, such as Special Effect, Warfighter, Engage, and the Able Gamers Foundation. So this controller has a slim rectangular frame. The face of the controller has two large dome buttons that can be mapped to any function using the Xbox Accessories app. And there's also a D-pad, menu button, view button, all those standard buttons that are on an Xbox controller. But there's also USB ports, and these are used to connect devices that map analog stick functions. And the back of the frame has 19 3.5 millimeter jacks, which allows multiple assistive input devices to be connected. So each jack corresponds to a different button, trigger, bumper, D-pad function, and it supports Windows 10 and Xbox One devices and is compatible with every game at a system level. And according to Phil Spencer, who's the executive vice president of gaming at Microsoft, he says that the adaptive controller is not hardware locked to Xbox and was developed with the intention to be used with any gaming platform. And Microsoft has been opening its dialogue with Valve, Nintendo, and Sony towards this effort. It just made me appreciate as someone who's always just been able to pick up a controller 
play games, that there are people out there that it's not so straightforward for them and to have something like this that allows people to have that accessibility for video games, for video games to be their escape too. And I think when it comes to video games that we're all on the same field, we're all on an equal tilt when it comes to video games. I mean, we all love to escape to these worlds and we become these characters and in video games we are all the same. We are gamers. We play games together. We play games for that fantasy, that escapism, that joy that it brings us. And I just think this is a really awesome project that Microsoft have been working on. And there's people out there like Rory Steele, who I mentioned, who has adapted this for his daughter so she can experience Breath of the Wild on Nintendo Switch, which is a pretty magical and mystical game. So keep it up, Microsoft. We love what you're doing and making video games more accessible for everyone. It's trivia time. So we're talking about Xbox. We're going to go for a straightforward question right here. The original Xbox was released in what year? Was it 2000, 2001, or 2002? The answer is 2001. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of three extra lives, let me tell you about Toaster Ball. It was released on the 15th of January 2020 by Couch Game Crafters. Now, Toaster Ball, it's a multiplayer sport game for two to four players where you play as, yes, toasters. This game is based on physics. There's lots of random gameplay variants, explosions, and you know it, there's burnt toast. So the game is really simple to play. And actually, before I go into a little bit more, I have to say that this game really benefits from the remote play together function from Steam, which I mentioned back in level 28. So if you have this game, you can invite a friend in to play and have a lot of fun with this. So how does this even work? You choose your toaster and depending on how many players you've picked, if you've got two players, you've got toasters on each team. How it works is that you control your toast ejectors. Is that what they're called? The toast springs? I don't know what they're even called, but the bits you put your toast in and you pull the buttons down, you control both of those. So if you hold down both of them and let go, your toast goes flying up in the air, but your toaster jumps and you're also able to do like a double jump if you time that right. And you can also just use one of the toaster springs, the left one or the right one, and you can use that a bit more gently to move left and right. And you'll play a first to five match off where your toasters are sitting in front of these goals, but they almost act like security doors from a sci-fi film that if you triggered the alarm, it would bring down this steel door that you wouldn't be able to get through. And usually how it works is it starts with a small gap and this grows gradually throughout the game. Above the door is a button that you can hit to make your door open wider. You don't want to hit your own door. You don't want to make your own door bigger. You want to hit your opponent's button and make their door wider so you can shoot your ball in and get a score. The really fun thing about this is that every round the gameplay changes somewhat and sometimes it's pretty wacky. Sometimes it's just subtle. For example, there's a snowstorm that can happen where it will blow your toasters left and right pretty violently. There's another version where portals open from the game portal and your toasters will fall through them totally randomizing the 
gameplay field. There's also an incredible situation where your toasters will end up in the game of Pong. And yeah, I just saying this out loud, it sounds really crazy, but it's so awesome and how frantic and fun this game is. And I'm looking forward to maybe a single player mode added to this game. I know this game's only in early access right now. And maybe we'll see an online mode as well. But right now it's just local multiplayer. It's available on PC, but I can see a lot of potential in this game. There's over 20 variants in gameplay right now, but I can see this growing and I can see this game becoming pretty popular. Again, this is like one of those games where I'm like, I can see this becoming an eSport. I would watch this. This is just so much fun. And I'm really looking forward to getting a couple of streams going with this and inviting a few of my friends on to play some toaster ball because it's a lot of fun. So go check that one out. Still in early access, Toaster Ball by Couch Game Crafters. It's trivia time. So I want you to complete this gaming title. Initially released in 2015 and developed by Bosa Studios. Complete the title of this indie game. I am blank. A, bagel. B, bread. C, baguette. The answer is, I am bread. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of the show again. I just about made it through without coughing up a lung. I'm really proud of that. If you got three extra lives on the trivia, you should be really proud too. Or if you got two, you should be proud or one or none. It's all good. Let me know how you did over on social media at Three Extra Lives. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Always love to hear how you're doing. And like always, you can email the show at podcast at threeextralives.com if you have any feedback about the show or any gaming recommendations. And you can find everything I've mentioned on this level at threeextralives.com. Everything you need to know that I've talked about, it'll be there so you don't have to go searching. And with that, we have reached the end. Thank you very much for listening. And I will see you all in level 39. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.